Hi, welcome to the Dartarian Show. I'm your host, Alexander Dartarian. And I'm Dominic Sykes. And today we're going to talk about Urban Legends Florida. All right, Dom, go ahead and start us off because you got the list and we'll go through each one. All right. Um, so we're going to start with the Bloody Bucket Bridge. Ooh, Bloody Buckets. Yes. So this one's actually kind of a disturbing one. Um, it starts off uh, in Wachula County. Um which is the county seat of Hardy County, and that's just southeast of Tampa. Mm-hmm. It's also known as the cucumber capital of the world. Um, uh, okay. But for the purposes of our... Well, that's not the reason why it's called no. Bloody Okay. Uh, for the purposes of our podcast, it's known as the Bloody Bucket Bridge. Yeah. Uh, the details on this eerie legend vary widely depending on the source. So apparently around the time of the Civil War, a slave served as the town's midwife. Haunted by the memory of her own child being being taken from her, she turned to smothering the baby she delivered. Jesus. Yeah. Telling the parents they were stillborn, she would carry their remains in a bucket to a nearby bridge and dump the remains in the river. Uh, eventually driven mad by her murder spree, she would later see the buckets fill with blood on their own. The rumor has it that if you visit this bridge on a full moon, you can see the river water running red with blood. Wow. Uh, that's... I mean, it's estimated that she had killed over 100 babies before they had caught on. That is ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, infant mortality rating was or was really bad back then to begin with. Mm-hmm. So she killed, like, a lot of babies that could have lived. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad that uh, our history has so many instances like that, you know. Yeah, and if uh, you go on the bridge at midnight, you see the water turn to red. Mm-hmm. Uh, During a full moon. Yeah, during the full moon. She's um, said to have went into the woods and went crazy because they didn't kill her for this. They oh, really? caught her. They caught her. They didn't kill her. I'm surprised because back then, they, slaves were treated terribly. Well, she was free. I think they freed her. It was wow. after World War II. I mean, no, wow, World War II. Jesus, <laughs> Civil, Civil War. War. Uh, so she was a midwife working a midwife as a free woman, and they exiled her and to live in the woods. Mm. And... Uh, she seemed to regret what she had done. Like she had went crazy at the moment, which I understand because back then, uh, when slaves did have kids, they were taken and they were sold off, mm-hmm. which happened all the time. It's terrible. Uh, so I understand her resentment being a midwife and delivering deliver. all these children, right. knowing that they're going to be able to keep them. So I can understand the motive of what she had. Like, you know, you know screw you. I don't get my kids. You don't get yours. Yeah. And uh, but she would carry the remains of the babies in a buckets and dump them over this bridge. Right. Yeah. Uh, but she would be uh, during her exile. She would have a, always have a bucket beside her, and it would fill up with blood on its own. So that like it tormented her. Mm-hmm. And she would. Uh, yeah. So and basically, if you go there at midnight. You see the water turn red, of course. Also, if you stay there long enough, you can hear the crying out of over a hundred babies. Mm. Not so, a place I'd want to visit. No, sure. absolutely not. I mean, that would be traumatizing. Yeah, traumatizing, <laughs> horrible to listen to. So mm. that's the uh, bloody, bloody bucket. bucket bridge. Yeah, bloody bucket bridge. All right. So moving on, uh, we're going to talk now about uh, one of the more popular urban legends of florida which is the florida skunk ape 
Skunk Ape. Mm-hmm. Also known as the Swamp Cabbage Man. Jesus and Christ. And the Stink Ape and the Mayaka Skunk Ape. Okay, so this is an ape. Uh, or did a skunk and a like ape? The have only sex? reason it's called no. The only reason it's called a skunk ape is because it's the, the, reportedly because of the smell that it it has. It's oh, okay. extremely stinky creature. Oh, okay. um, but which could be a defense mechanism. It could be. Yeah, uh, it's basically like Florida's version of Bigfoot. Uh, this legendary creature has been said to inhabit Florida, North Carolina, and Arkansas. The stories date back to the '60s and '70s uh, during the time, of course, of Bigfoot mania. Yeah. Uh, when an ape-like creature running on two legs was spotted in South Florida. The creature gets its name from its pungent odor, said to be a byproduct of living alongside alligators and other swamp inhabitants. There's actually an official skunk ape research headquarters. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, in Ochopee. This is big. Yeah, where a researcher collects and investigates reports of swamp ape sightings. If you visit, maybe bring them an air freshener as a gift. <laughs> yeah, so have they found anything at all? Um... I'm not 100% sure. Um, give me just a second here. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, they actually have a link to the the actual website. This oh. is pretty cool. Uh, so the legend goes back uh, hundreds of years uh, in the oral history of the indigenous people and the settlers of the Florida Everglades, but it's actually a legend. In 1997, Dave Sheely captured a photograph of the legendary creature that was echoed throughout media channels around the world, featured on the Discovery Channel, History Channel, Animal Planet, the Smithsonian Magazine, and many more. The Sheely family... Skunk Ape Headquarters has served as an Everglades icon and world-famous roadside attraction for decades. The exhibit hosts giant alligators and one of the largest snakes in captivity in the world, Goldie, which is a 350-pound reticulated python. That's disgusting. (laughs) I love snakes. I hate them. Uh, The gift shop offers officially licensed Skunk Ape merchandise and a variety of alligator products as well as local native crafts. Skunk Ape Headquarters is an iconic Everglades attraction and a must-see for all visitors to the Florida Everglades. Well, at least it's not uh, they're not trying to profit off of it. Mm, Well, they are. (laughs) It's open open 9 to 5, 7 days a week, and closed on holidays. Admissions $15 for adults and $8 for kids. Okay, so I actually have a little bit more information. Uh, Yeah, let's hear a little bit more about this, like sightings Uh, and stuff like that. The Skunk Ape is actually part of Florida... Georgia and Alabama for folklore since the settler period. Uh, the Seminole, no, wow, Seminole myth speaks of a similar foul-smelling, physical, physically powerful and secretive creature called the Itsta Capkeka, a name which roughly translates to cannibal giant. Hmm. So, uh, I guess it ate people. Well, I. We've talked about this before. The definition of cannibal, correct me if I'm wrong, is a species that eats the same members of its own species. So can you be a cannibal if you're eating somebody that is not? like? So a skunk ape is obviously not a human being. Well, back being. then, I don't think they they knew the definition of a cannibal as as we do. I think what it means for them was is if they eat human they flesh. Ate Okay. They looked human. They ate human. Therefore, cannibal. Gotcha. Okay. So one of the first uh, reports of the large simian creature in Florida came in 1818, when a report from the Appalachia or Appalachicola, Florida, spoke of a man-sized monkey or ape raiding food stores and stalking fishermen. Hmm. So, roughly, pr- pretty much, it, I think Bigfoot was sighted in the. 40s or fit, like way past this so this has been cited like 
back when Florida was first settled. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes me believe more that it's there or something I like mean, it's I'm there. I'm sure that there's some kind of missing link, you know, between apes and and humans somewhere. Well, there they have an explanation. Mm. So, like a what a scientific one? Yes. Or, okay. So you know how swamps are stinky. Yeah. Florida's pretty much like almost like a big ass swamp. There's mm-hmm. a lot of swamps in there, uh, especially around where the skunk ape has been sighted. Methane, swamp gas, all that stuff stinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they contribute the behavior of the skunk ape to black bears. So, so they think people seeing people seeing black bears, mistaking it for skunk ape. Black bears around, you smell the smell because mm-hmm. of the swamp. Right. Uh, and th- therefore, the skunk ape. And back then, I mean, I- I'm sure the natives knew what black bears were. Mm-hmm. But what sellers, they came over. Uh, are, are there any bears in Spain? Because that's the Spanish are the ones that founded Florida. I'm not sure. I, I have no idea I'm, if there's I'm pretty any sure there might be. I don't know. It's, I, it's hard I to don't tell think because so. there's, like, there's animals that are in places where they're not supposed to be because of humans mm-hmm. like like zoos and shit like polar bears and dc and stuff like you know right before that we would never know what the fuck it was right so that's what i'm thinking like maybe the spanish people came over and saw it they smelled that gas which is i mean if you're not from there you don't know what the hell it is right well it's basically just florida's version of bigfoot yeah. and there's there's been stories of of these types of creatures forever and there will probably be stories of these types of creatures yeah, I mean, for a I long kinda believe time it. I kind of believe it there's a lot of sightings uh like I said before on previous episodes I believe 100% cryptids yeah it's just so many sightings of so many animals we do not know of and that we're just now discovering so I mean it's possible well I think the longer we go on and the the more we expand as human beings and and the more forests and, and natural places of the world that get turned into cities and towns and stuff like that, the less likely it is that we're ever going to see stuff like this because, you know, these are all, all creatures that are probably close to or already extinct. Like, for all we know, there was a Bigfoot, but it got killed off. Same thing with the yeah. skunk ape and, and other things well, like that. Then it. it begs the question, why haven't we found any remains? But th- there's people that go missing in parks mm-hmm. that we've never found. Yep. Like, they're out there probably probably dead. Well, I mean, they're probably 100% dead. Yeah. But we haven't found the remains. I mean, remain, people don't realize remains are very hard to find. Right. So, with any animal, I mean, how long did it take us to find dinosaur bones? They've been extinct for, what, how many millions of years? 60, mm-hmm. 65, roughly around 65 million. Well, and we just found them in what the we, 1800s. No, we they people have found them before, but back in those days, it was assumed that they were giants. Yeah, like they found a uh, rhinoceros head, and they thought it was, was a the, unicorn. Yeah, a unicorn, and then they found a, an elephant, and they thought it was a cyclops. Right, because of the way that a, a elephant's skull looks. Yeah, which it it literally legit looks like. A freaking cyclops mm-hmm. head because of where the trunk's at. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, moving on from the Florida skunk ape, we kind of got a, a small short one here. Uh, Spook Hill. Okay. Um, in Lake Wales, uh, there's a gravity hill uh, that freaks out those traveling through by car. So if you stop your car in the right place on Spook Hill, put it in neutral and watch, your vehicle will roll up the hill. 
Oh, okay. So, so unlike most hills, you know, you put your car in neutral, it's going to roll down the hill. Well, see, because that, that right there in Australia, when you flush your toilet, it goes counterclockwise instead of clockwise. Right. It's so it's backwards. It's, it's so you do you think like something's there that maybe like magnetic field? It could or be something. I, it's I think it's probably just an optical illusion. Yeah. Um. But if you if you put it neutral, you watch it roll up the hill. Um. On North Wales Drive, a sign will explain it for you. Um, it says, Many years ago, an Indian village on Lake Wales was plagued by raids of a huge gator. The chief, a great warrior, killed the gator in a battle that created a small lake. The chief was buried, on, yeah, the, chief was buried on the north side. How uh, big was the gator? Uh, it doesn't specify, but it has to have been a pretty big gator. How big was the chief? <laughs> Regular size, I guess. Just like. a badass. Uh, the chief was buried on the north side. Pioneer male riders first discovered that their horses were laboring going downhill, which, of course, is unusual, uh, and then named it Spook Hill. Uh, when the road was paved, cars coasted uphill. Um, <laughs> is this a gator seeking revenge, or is it the chief still trying to protect his land? I don't think it's either. I think it's just one of the yeah, Earth's but... natural phenomenons. Like, there's a... Uh, there's all kinds of stuff like that, you know. Um, I, there's a place where, you know, there's a place where, like, everything... Will, gravity is yeah, weird. Yeah, there. like, will stand on its... Yeah, like a broom. Top, you, put, yeah. so you stand a broom up and it'll just stay up by itself, stuff yeah. like that. There's there's places like that all over the world. But there's but. a white... There's actually a white mark on the road mm. to where you stop it, and it, the sign tells you, put your flashers on, please, because people still fly down this road. Right. Uh, and you can put it in neutral, and you'll coast right up the hill. Just a pretty I cool... I wonder how fast you can coast up it. The same as you would down it. I, I still, I'm, I'm convinced that it's some kind of optical illusion. Like it's not really up. Well, I, I don't know. I don't. It's going to be have to be something like our listeners who have have been around that area or actually experienced it will have to let us know because yeah. it's it's a lot different. Well, I know next year. Next year, I'm uh, I'm talking about going to Florida. Right. Uh, talking to the family and stuff because I do have family down there. Uh, trying to go down there because I want to visit some of these uh, places. Well, next week I'm gonna try and uh, you know visit some of the places that we have talked about in previous podcasts as well. Yeah. Um, get some pictures and videos and yeah, absolutely. And stuff like we're that. post those up on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, YouTube, I want to start posting videos of that stuff. Uh, when we get to Virginia, I definitely do want to go to the Bunny Man Bridge mm-hmm. um, because I mean. We'll get to that in Virginia because it's yeah. very interesting. Um, all right, so moving on uh, from Spook Hill, next is a very, very popular legend. I'm sure everybody's heard of it at least once. It's uh, Robert the Doll. Oh, yes, Robert the Doll. Yes. So, great. Actually, they made a great movie out of it. Yeah. It was pretty uh, scary. So <clears throat> it starts out with Robert Eugene Otto, who was a boy that grew up in Key West under the care of a nanny who reportedly practiced voodoo. In 1906, she gave him a gift, a 40-inch tall doll stuffed with wood wool and wearing a sailor outfit. For whatever reason, Robert decided to give the doll his own name and chose to be called Gene after his middle name going forward. Uh, Gene considered Robert the doll his best friend and whispered secrets to it all the time. Friends and family became suspicious when they swore they could hear the doll talking back. Neighbors also claimed they saw Robert looking at them from the top windows of its home. These days, Robert can be found at the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, but visitors are encouraged to ask the doll for permission before taking his photo. Otherwise, cameras have been known to malfunction. Okay. So do you have any more details oh, about yeah, Mr. So, Robert the so Doll? So many. Um, 
All right. So, like you said, it was uh, it dates back early 1900s. Uh, Robert uh, Eugene Otto was born in 1890. Mm. So, or no, excuse me. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay, that's when the house was built where he lived. Mm. 1890 to 1898. That's when it was built. Mm. So it was early 1900s when he got it. And uh, he w- uh, he was in his room one time mm. with the doll. And like you said, he named it Robert and he took the name Gene. And the door had somehow got locked. Like the door of the room? Yeah, the door of the room. And mm. his mother was trying to get in. And she was banging on the door, banging on the door, banging on the door. And she finally got into it. And the room had been ransacked, tore apart. Mm. Her 10-year-old son was sitting in the bed, right? Mm. Scared. Right. Terrified. Mm. Robert the doll was sitting on the foot of the bed, like near the end of it. Right. Just sitting. Mm-hmm. And all she, the only words that she could get him to say was, Robert did it. Ooh. Robert did it. Now, was he talking about himself or was he talking about the doll? Now, see, I've always wondered about this. Could Robert or Gene uh, have possibly like a split personality or um, something like that or some kind of of mental illness that made him kind of talk through Robert, act through Robert? You know what I'm saying? Like maybe he acted out. And then blamed it on the doll. It's it's hard. It, just looking at the you know the non supernatural point of things. Yeah, and he would have conversations with this doll, uh, which is a normal thing for kids to do. He was the only friend, which makes me think like if he was his only friend, would he be diagnosed with autism? Not necessarily. Or at least I mean, on it's the possible. Spectrum. Because I know that they don't diagnose uh, Asperger's anymore. It's just the aut- autistic spectrum disorder. Right. So that's what makes me think, like, because he could only make friends with the doll. He talked to the doll all the time. He would act out and blame it on the doll. Right. Was the doll really possessed? We don't know. I mean, it's... Well, it's I'm going to let you know about something that's coming on later. Mm. But at, right at this moment with Robert, with Gene, mm-hmm. Robert, uh, Eugene Otto... At this point, I'm just thinking he has Asperger's and he just can't make friends and he's acting out to get attention. Mm. Well, so. it's possible. Um, uh, Robert the Doll um, is probably the most famous doll uh, in history besides Annabelle. Um, yeah. Just yeah, real dolls. Um, we're not talking about like Chucky or No, 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 no. Like no. actual real life. And the voodoo, like, I don't know if you know this, but voodoo only works... If both people believe in it, oh, I don't know anything about voodoo. Like, don't 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 like hold me to it. But I'm pretty sure that's how it is. You have to believe in voodoo for voodoo to work. So, like, when you curse someone with voodoo, they have to like know that voodoo. Well, that would be kind of pointless. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, if you're if you're a practitioner you of voodoo to, and yeah, you nobody believes that you believe it and stuff. So, uh, in 1974, Gene Otto died. Uh, the new owner moved into the house. Uh, a ten, their ten-year-old daughter was delighted to find Robert the doll in the attic because that's where he was placed after the mom was like, and mm. or no, no, actually his wife, I think it was his wife, felt uneasy about it because he had it all his life. Right, she felt uneasy, yeah. so she put it up in the attic. She's like, okay, you want me? They fixed up her room for him and everything up in the attic, which is creepy enough. Yeah, 
So she found Robert the doll in the attic, and you know it ended soon. Her delight ended soon. The way that Eugene treats the doll is what's I think creepiest about the story yeah. because he is absolute or was absolutely convinced that this doll was possessed by something and could talk to him, and he he was scared of it. So it was almost like the doll was threatening him, like, "Oh God, you know, if we don't do this for Robert, he's gonna be really, really mad." You yeah. Know? Well, the girl, she claimed that it was alive. Robert was alive mm-hmm. and was trying to hurt her. The and wife? She, no, this is the daughter, the, the 10-year-old. Girl oh, of the, the, the new owner? In. Yeah, the new owner. Okay. And uh, she claimed that he was alive, wanted to hurt her. Uh, she woke up often through the middle of the night saying mm-hmm. that the doll was moving around her room, which that just gave me chills. Yeah. I mean, good God. And... um so it wasn't long before Robert the doll was given away. Uh, he was he lives now in East Martello Fort, where visitors can come see him. It's a museum. Yeah, museum. Uh, and a museum staff members say that report that Robert's facial expressions change, hearing demonic giggling, <sighs> and have even seen Robert put his hand up on the glass that he's in. Yeah. No thanks. So. Is that a ploy to get people to come to the museum? Could be. Or I. It all comes down to whether you do or do not believe in supernatural. Yeah, like it makes me seem like maybe like voodoo let something in. Right. A demonic presence in this doll. And like with like the same thing that happened with Annabelle. They invited something into the doll. Now, here's my question. You, you, You said it's voodoo, right? Yes. Now, this is my theory. Uh, it's my own little theory on on what could have happened with the doll. So, the nanny gives him the doll, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think it was a demon that was possessed. I think that when she gave it to him, it was some kind of spell on it that took Robert's or at least part of Robert's soul from himself and put it into the doll. So the doll itself is Robert to the point to where he gave it his own name. And it's got like his uh, a portion of his soul in it, like, like maybe Horcrux. The, I don't know, make Horcrux. <laughs> no, but like I mean, maybe it's like the negative parts of him. Oh, okay. That he put in the doll. I don't know. It's 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 weird, but we don't know. Voodoo is very is a very complex magic. Um, I believe it is real, voodoo. So I mean, I mean black magic voodoo. I don't think she cursed at all. Uh, but supposedly she was mistreated by her bosses, so that might explain why she would curse the doll right. and give it to Robert. Um, but I don't understand why she would give it to the boy. Right. Because the boy probably didn't treat her bad. He well, because a it's boy. a doll. I mean, she's not going to give a doll to the parents. Well, yeah, but you can curse anything with voodoo. That's you curse true. a locket. Yeah. I don't know. All right, so that was uh, Robert the Doll. Which is, I mean, you can still go see it. It's still at the uh, East Martello's Museum. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're very welcome to view it. Um, I wouldn't recommend touching the glass at all. No. Uh, You can get a picture of it. Um, Sometimes you can actually catch him smiling at you. Yeah, but make sure that before you take a picture, you ask his permission. Because, like we said, the cameras have been known to malfunction if you don't. All right, so. I mean, it's creepy ass doll good god it's yeah it's a very creepy looking doll i mean it's i don't i don't think i've ever seen a doll that's supposedly haunted look not creepy no annabelle i mean it's a raggedy ann doll but raggedy ann dolls have always been scary right 
Alright, so moving on from Robert, uh, the next urban legend is the Devil's Chair. Alright, the Devil's Chair, gotcha. Uh, Casadega, a small unincorporated hamlet in Volusia County, is known for two unusual things. Being called the psychic capital of the world, for a large number of psychics and mediums who have made their home there, and for the Devil's Chair. Located in the small cemetery, the Devil's Chair is a wide brick bench that legend has was built by the devil himself. Each night at midnight, the devil returns to lounge in his chair. Rumor has it that if you sit on it, he whispers evil ideas to you and you're forever haunted by the experience. Oh, and here's an even weirder legend. If you leave a full can of beer on the chair, unopened, right, and return the next morning, it's said the can will be empty, but still unopened. Okay, so he basically drinks the beer magically. Without opening the can, yeah. Um, well, I've, I've, I've seen beer literally not being opened and it be empty. How does that work though? If it gets hot, it evaporates. It like, it, I don't know. Without any kind of gas. Yeah. But without any kind of release from the can, I mean, I mean, it might be, it might be, it could be a pinhole in the very bottom. It would have to be a super small hole that you couldn't see. Yeah. Like, I mean, beer, but overnight though. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. Yeah. It could freeze. Now, beer t- freezes at a really high temperature. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's weird for sure. If it's if that's true, that's definitely something that... Uh, I, well, I wouldn't think that the devil would give a shit about beer. I don't either. I mean, I'm pretty sure he not, has some not, kick-ass beer down there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like All right, so that was just a... Hellfire <laughs> yeah, meat or something. So that's but, just... Uh, well, if you... If you do sit in it, and I've, I've I've actually heard some remnants about the devil's chair, uh, people who have sat in it hmm. and went home and killed their families. Oh damn! Yeah, or killed themselves. Right, because uh, of evil whisperings that you're supposedly yeah, supposed to hear. There was from a there was one guy who stayed in there all night, hmm. never seen or heard from again. Wow! Sat in the chair all, or sat in on the bench or slept on the bench all night, never seen or heard from again. Drug to hell. <laughs> yep. Don't sit in the devil's chair, people. No, no, for real. Like, really? <laughs> it's called the devil's chair. Yep. Like, the, right there, unless you are, like, looking to go to hell, or, I don't know. I, I mean, I wonder if, like, people go there to worship it. Satanists and like, stuff? Yeah, like Satanists. I doubt it. Well, I, I don't know, because Satanists, when they say Satanists, they're not really Satanists. They're more about, like... They worship free will. It depends on, on what what sect uh, yeah. you're talking about. There's a whole bunch yeah. of different types of Satanists. Like evil, the ones that like worship Satan as like their dark lord and shit, or and like sacrifice kids and babies mm-hmm. and shit. Like, yeah. That shit, no. Like you're not you're not doing anything but making it bad mujo on you or something. Yeah. All right. So what's the next one? Uh, the next is the grave of the Tallahassee witch. The Grave of the Tallahassee Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 1889, Elizabeth Bessie Bud Graham was buried in the Old City Cemetery in Tallahassee. The 23-year-old was a wife and mother, and yet her tombstone is among the most elaborate in the cemetery. So a just regular 23-year-old, just, just a, a wife and a mother, you know, but hers... I mean, she, there was nothing special. She wasn't like she was super wealthy or anything like that. But she, her tombstone is one of the most elaborate in the entire cemetery. 
which is said it's because she's a witch. No. Um, I'll tell you now what it is. She was having an affair with a very, very wealthy man. And when he she died, he, or the husband killed the wife, right? And the, the wealthy lover was so upset and egregious, he built this giant monument. You sure about that? He faced it west so he could always look at her. No. Uh, so the legend, uh, even though there's no historical reports linking her to it, is that mm-hmm. she was a witch. Okay. So among the clues for this is, like you said, the grave faces west, Yeah. which is contrary to Christian tradition. Which, which I didn't know. Yeah. I thought you just got buried to bury. No, I, there's... I, like, I will have to go through that later on uh, through episodes and stuff. But, like, what classifies like why do you have to be buried east i have no idea that's dumb i never paid any attention like, to we're gonna before. get into like burials and all that shit like yeah. or i'm gonna do an episode about it because there's different cultures that do it differently yeah uh the the tombstone contains an unusual epitaph adapted from edgar Allan poe's lenore which i'll read to you here that's a great poem yeah um all his, all his work is great mm-hmm so this is the uh the epitaph on the actual gravestone. Okay. Ah, broken is the golden bowl, the spirit flown forever. Let the bell toll. A saintly soul floats on the Stygian river. Come, let the burial rite be read, the funeral song be sung, an anthem for the queenliest dead that died so young. A dirge for her, the doubly dead, in that she died so young. So scholars of the occult say that the passage is full of subtle hints. Broken in the bowl refers to killing a vampire. And doubly dead specifically refers to witchcraft in that a witch can only be dead once she's killed twice. So to this day, it's said that other witches, fellow witches, often visit the grave to leave gifts for Bessie. Wow. Uh, I mean, she could have been a witch. There's not any details on why her, her grave is so elaborate why that epitaph in particular is on it who wrote the epitaph it doesn't have any details on any of that stuff but it is kind of strange that just a regular 23 year old wife and mother is you know has all this stuff on her on her tombstone huh, well obviously she was important to someone well yeah but that's what with with gravestones i mean you want to give the best right your, but why that particular epitaph though she might have been an Edgar Allan Poe fan. It could I mean, be, what but year again, did she die? why that specific? Yeah, but why that specific epitaph? I mean, he has a ton of different ones that probably would be more fitting for an epitaph than than that one. Yeah, I mean, just different people like stuff. I mean, uh, there's a lot of things out there on graves that you're like, why? Right. I mean, there's people that are getting buried that have like. You know, get her done or something like that. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is. Uh, I mean, with the other witches coming to. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, there's other yeah. gifts, or um, witches that, that leave her gifts and stuff like which, that. Which, I mean, that might prove that she was powerful. Well, there I mean, are witches now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's different now, sects of magic, too. Now. Which is nowadays are are pretty much people that go into the occult sections of bookstores and buy tarot cards and, uh, and there's some crystals. That, there's still and, some that practice spells and stuff. Yeah. So, 
I mean, I mean, you go to any Barnes and Noble, there's whole sections of well, yeah, it's, it's uh, a popular thing. To buy. Uh, Charmed and the craft, and you know what actually Sorry, made it huge mainstream wise. But I mean, the occult has always been big, right? Do you know what the highest selling book? Or sorry, not highest selling, highest stolen book in the United States is like the Bible. by a mile. The Bible, no, the Satanic Bible. Yeah, because no one wants to buy it. Not just that, but it's supposedly a rite of passage. Oh, okay, right. Well, what the Satanic? Yeah, but the Satanic Bible. I've read it. It's not like Satanic as you think it would be. Mm-hmm. It's literally about loving yourself. Uh, don't waste your time on people who are going to treat you like shit. It's supposed to be counter yeah. to yeah. It's basically like Christian do beliefs. whatever you want, free will. You know, like do yeah. what makes you happy. Like, you know, it's it's that kind of shit. It's not like people are like, oh god, Satanic Bible. It's you're going to cut up chickens and yeah, shit. It's not and all about summoning demons. And like, and, no, it's yeah. nothing like that. It's completely different. All right. So moving on from our witch Bessie. Um, is the ghost of the St. Augustine Lighthouse. All right. St. Augustine. Yes. So, um, lighthouses are built, as we know, to keep sailors from crashing into the land. Uh, Their keepers are often represented as lonely hermits, so by their very nature, all lighthouses should be considered pretty much haunted. Um, The St. Augustine Lighthouse, built in 1874, is no exception. One favorite story involves one of the lighthouse's early keepers, Peter Ramusen, a big fan of cigars. Ramusen's ghost is one of the earliest reported phenomena from the lighthouse. It's said staff and guests can still occasionally smell the smoke of his cigars years after his death. One of the most macabre legends involves a pair of girls, Eliza and Mary Pitty, who in the late 1800s drowned in the nearby water while their mother was working on lighthouse renovations. Laughter from the girls can still be heard at the lighthouse's top late at night. Now, did they drown? That's what it says. Because there's a lot of sharks down there as well. So it could have been a shark attack. Well, either way. Yeah, either way they're dead. But uh, there's actually been legends or stories where you can see someone at the top of the lighthouse mm-hmm. when it's not when it's closed it's no one's supposed to be up there lighthouses are and it's all automated there's no white lighthouse keeper anymore there are certain buildings that will always be considered haunted whether things have happened there or not lighthouses uh insane asylums uh, yeah. uh old abandoned hospitals you know it's just yeah it's 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 like uh, everything old or where something tragic happens. Mm-hmm. It's like the found the brick and the mortar and all that stuff capture it, right? You know, like wood, like buildings are made like or they think built buildings capture all that stuff, right? Right. Um. So that's just there's not much to say about that. You know, it's just like the typical haunted lighthouse. Um, now, is that is that the lighthouse where if you go up the stairs, you'll get scratched? The time you reach the top? No, I think that's a different one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, What? how they all run together. There's so yes, many, there there's are so many haunted lighthouses. Mm-hmm. Now, this next urban legend is actually my favorite. Um, It's the Hanging Tree at Captain Tony's Saloon. Ooh. Yeah. Hanging so, Tree. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, most Key West visitors 
know that Captain Tony's Saloon was the original location of the famous Sloppy Joe's Bar. Over the years, the building has also served as a wireless telegraph station, a cigar factory, and a morgue. It turns out the building was originally built around the city's hanging tree, which was often used to execute pirates, which I think is very interesting, Mm. hence the need for a nearby morgue. Rather than remove the tree, the original builders decided to just build around the tree. Uh, It's also rumored that the bar sits atop a well that's full of holy water. During the 1980s, the flooring was replaced in the bar, and the skeletons of more than a dozen bodies were found. Uh, mysterious events have been reported over the years, including ghostly voices and bathroom stall doors that open, close, and lock seemingly by themselves. Now, my question is, if the story about the holy water is true, why are there hauntings? You know, because holy no. water is supposedly supposed to deter that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, holy water only keeps out the uh, evil. So, I mean, if, if a ghost isn't evil... It's not going to have any effect on it, right? So, uh, are you done with that, or because I have uh, some I, more information? No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so basically, there was an uh, a lady who lived, uh, Reba uh, I Sawyer. Hmm. Uh, she was a Key West native who lived from 1900 to 1950. And upon her death, her husband found scandalous letters between his wife and another man, mm-hmm. which is horrible to find after your, your wife dies. Yeah. I mean, it just, the letters detailed their trysts uh, and how they would arrange to meet at Captain Tony's saloon. Mm-hmm. So the widowed husband dragged his cheating partner's tombstone from the cemetery. And the tombstones are heavy. They're like mm-hmm. 500 pounds mm-hmm. to 800 pounds. They're freaking heaviest crap and placed it underneath the hanging tree in the bar hmm. and you know said that's where she wanted to be that's where she'll stay wow and it's still there to this day wow uh so i mean that's that's another thing because like you just brought basically you just brought her in there mm-hmm. like she's there to stay i mean i don't know if like he didn't drag her corpse in there of course but he dragged her tombstone in there which i don't know if that links her soul to there it all depends or on ghosts. what you believe i guess uh well you know my views on ghosts mm-hmm. i don't believe in them but i mean there's a lot of people that do uh that building was actually um a drinking uh popular drinking place for um Ernest Hemingway oh really author yeah um so I mean that right there was that's pretty that's pretty special because he's one probably one of the greatest American authors I just of uh, of the time I just like that it's uh it was a place uh, during you know the pirate era yeah, and it also it was also a speakeasy as well when during prohibition. It's been a lot of things. Yeah, it's so. been it's been hundred it's been numerous things. Uh but I mean they've said there's been you know the floorboard and you said the floorboards you said a dozen people. Yeah. I've over, heard over a dozen people. Yeah, well, I've heard of the numbers around 15 to 18 right people, different people. So I mean uh also, there's a legend about uh, Elvira 
She was married in the mid-teens to abusive alcohol alcoholic in the mid-50s. Mm. Uh, she left the, the world in 1822 at the age of 19. She was hung. Why? On the winter soldiers. And they were 200 years after killing her husband. Self-defense. Oh. So it wasn't a valid argument at that time because, you know, back then it was... Women didn't have any yeah, rights. Didn't, women didn't have any rights. And if a husband beat you, it was the wife's fault. She yep. did something wrong, uh, yep. which is certainly not the case. And I mean, he beat her constantly. So mm. she... She's self-defense, and her two markers beside the pool table. Wow. Yeah, so... Yeah. There's a lot of... There's a lot of... Uh, I mean, I understand that um, that it is a place in history and everything, but there's this a lot of graves mm-hmm. in this place. I mean, yeah, it, it, it brings people in. I just think it's cool that they built the building around the tree and yeah. that the tree is still... Yeah, it's still, still living there. there. It's still living uh, you can actually go. You can see all of this stuff. Um, there's uh, there there's the grave of Reba Sawyer, and an Alvira's grave, right beside the pool table. So I mean, that's just very it's, interesting. It's fascinating. It really is. Right. But it's also kind of depressing when you go in there. <laughs> right. You look there. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like, I would feel weird eating. Right, you know what I mean? Like all those dead bodies that used to be there, yeah. And the two graves. I'm sitting there eating a cheeseburger or something, <laughs> and I'm looking over and seeing right. two gravestones. Like right. what the freak? Yeah. Um. So moving on, um, is the Sunshine Skyway ghost? So, right. the Sunshine Skyway Bridge was a modern marvel when it opened in 1954. The bridge spans the mouth of Tampa Bay, connected St. Petersburg on the north side with Brandonton on the south. But due to its height, it has also been an infamous spot for suicide jumpers over the years. You mm-hmm. build a tall bridge, it's the yep. jumpers are going to flock to it. Um, so more than 200 deaths over the decade have been 248. reported. 248. Over 200 deaths. Uh, drivers on the bridge have reported seeing a beautiful blonde hitchhiker on the bridge. Mm-hmm. So another lady in white. When they pick her up, she begins to cry. As well, they- this one's a little bit different because most lady in whites have black hair. I mean, I would assume that it would be just a woman in a white dress. Okay, okay, let's go. Most of the women in white legends that I've seen has been a pale white girl, white gown with black hair. I don't know why that would be a differentiating factor. Like, they specifically have black hair. wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, I don't know. I think it's just make them creepier. Um, but... Drivers on the bridge have reported seeing the hitchhiker. When they pick her up, she begins to cry as the car approaches the top of the span. But when the driver turns around to ask what's wrong, the woman has vanished. In 1980, so not that long ago, 1980, the bridge was struck by a freighter, collapsing the central span and killing 36 people. Okay, so 248 reported Suicides. Suicides, This is reported. Mm -hmm. That's not counting the people that jumped during the night and no one's seen anything. Right. Uh, So that's 248 plus the 36 that were killed in the bridge. Mm -hmm. This place has a lot of death. Yeah. And last week we were talking, or it was two weeks ago because we did skip a week. Um, We were talking about the Cecil Hotel Mm -hmm. and how there was 80 deaths over almost 100 years. Right. This dwarfs that. Yeah, that's nothing compared Mm -hmm. to this bridge. And now my my thing is that that freighter, it doesn't have any details on what causes the accident. Is that something supernaturally 
you know, did the driver see this lady uh, and that caused him to wreck or is it just something mechanical or was he drunk? Well, I mean, my thing is, is that uh, along with the uh, with the uh, bridges, there's a lot of malfunctions, especially with older ones. Mm. Uh, There was a bridge in West Virginia where they credit the Mothman. Yeah. For it collapsing. It's just the poor, poor repair. Uh, they weren't checked very often. The 80s, I mean, aren't as safety conscious as we are now. Right. Um, so I'm thinking that maybe it was just in disrepair and that truck just hit it at that ring, that spot. Right. That right, that exact spot. Boom, collapse. Right. Well, that, uh, that bridge is, uh, is definitely one of the more, uh, what's the word for it? It's got the most amount of casualties yeah, of all of the absolutely. ones we've read up to this point. I mean, uh, this is a lot of death there, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if you're on this bridge and you're thinking about suicide, just don't do it. Right? Don't there are do a lot it. of people I mean, out there that care about you, and yeah, and there, and I mean, today might be bad, but tomorrow can always be better. Indeed. Right. Um, moving on to the last urban legend of our podcast for today. Well, I, I have, I have, I have one more as well. Okay, so we'll, we'll second to last then. Yeah. Uh, well, let me read my. Oh, I'm gonna say it's it's not it's not really an urban legend. It's just like it's almost like a cryptoid or cryptid, right? So it's um, alligator people. What? Alligator people. Oh God. All right. This is going to be bad as the time rift in Antarctica. No, 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 no. This is actually, you can actually, this one, the time rift is real. But (laughs) (laughs) this one, you can actually see pictures and stuff of. Uh, Literally, people have seen these. So there are sightings. Yeah, there are sightings of UFOs, too, and aliens and ghosts. But, all right. So, basically, they see this person. He looks like he's on all fours. Uh, He has the top half of a man. Or a woman, or it, I don't think it really specifies, but it's human. Mm. And then they get to the back of it, mm. and it's a gator. See, so it's that, like a centaur, but gator. That would be the least frightening thing I no, think no, no. ever. But it doesn't have human teeth. It has like it. It's Killer Croc. That's what it is. It's Killer <laughs> oh Croc. God. But without uh. Without the standing up and being cool and fighting Batman, that is so stupid. But no, it's not. It's amazing. Because so like, what if it could be real? You don't know. I mean, there's some people people in Florida that aren't the best judge of partners. So I mean, like, you think somebody slept with an alligator? Yes, and I do. One hundred percent alligator. One hundred percent. I agree this with is that. Scientifically impossible. We don't know. Yes, we <laughs> no, do. we don't. I mean, you can mix tigers with liger or lions and get yeah, ligers. but they're they're close in their we all came from chromosomes. Reptiles. They're all dinosaurs. We came from them. No, no, yeah, we did. No, we came but, from apes. But yes, but I thought that was really interesting. It, it's an urban legend, folklore thing. But I thought it was it was not a lot of information on it. But that's pretty cool. It so looks like a human up. with alligator teeth and gator back. What so. would they call that? Centaur is a half horse, half human. Minotaur would be a half bull, half human. What would you call an alligator? Half alligator, half human. What would that be called? Um, a gator tar? Possibly. I don't know. Keep your eye out for it's gator just tars. Called, it's, they're just called gator men. 
That's what they're called. Gotcha. Gatorman. All right. So our last urban legend for the podcast is going to be just a simple short one. It's the Fairchild Oak. So if you ask any Florida wilderness fans, um, they'll say the Fairchild Oak is an awesome site. It's located at uh, Bulo Creek State Park in Ormond Beach. And the ancient tree is a must-visit. It's beautiful. It's got a wide trunk, lush canopy branches, Spanish moss overhead. Uh, but the urban legend says the Fairchild was the site of two deaths, both both of which are rumored to be suicides, um, and that a ghostly apparition of a man haunts the site, and that anybody who stands beneath the tree will feel intense sorrow. Mm-hmm. So, like, just all of a sudden you'll be completely fine, perfect mood, and you stand under this tree, and all of a sudden you are just super depressed, super sad. So it's just a small little yeah. thing to uh, end our uh, podcast with today. And we did leave one out, but we're not going to talk about it this episode because I want to go through uh, haunted houses and do that on a separate podcast, but it is called The Riddle House. Mm-hmm. So I want to do like haunted houses around America. Mm-hmm. So that's one of one of the ones but we're going to talk about that in the later episodes but right. that is an urban legend um so we're gonna actually uh, uh something fun that i wanted to do this week um is i'm sure everybody who's listening has heard of the florida man meme uh which is basically just crazy headlines and stories from the news that have uh have been you know the florida man does this florida man does that just these insane news stories that you have to see to believe um and i just want to do a couple of those real quick just uh (laughs) kind of have a little bit of fun with that yeah absolutely that sounds great um so all it is is basically i'm just going to read off the headlines okay all right so (laughs) first one is florida man wears fuck the police shirt to court wins the case (laughs) For, that, that cannot be a headline. It's true. It's that a headline. That can't be a headline. It is. That is a... Tr- yeah, it's that, got that's, pictures, that's, too. That's the meme. It's got that pictures. has to be the meme. It's got pictures. All right. Now, with the meme, is that the guy with the tattoo of Florida, the state of Florida on his forehead? It, it just varies. It's basically usually... Because I've seen this. The meme itself is just... It's their their headlines. It's it's usually a crazy headline. Florida man, and then whatever crazy thing after that. That's the meme. It doesn't. It's not necessarily just one thing. It's the, oh well. I've actually seen a dude with the state of Florida tattooed to his forehead. Right, right, right. It looks like a birthmark actually, but it's literally <laughs> Florida, and they call him Florida man. Right. All right. Uh, now this one is uh, Florida man in no seriously. I have drugs. T-shirt is arrested for possession of drugs. Well, he wasn't lying. So, I mean, <laughs> right. Uh, did he not expect to be searched? Uh, Florida man suspected of using private plane to draw a giant radar penis. <laughs> oh, God. See what I'm talking about? And you, you don't think that they would have sex with an alligator to make, alli- <laughs> to make gator men. Uh, Florida man charged with assault with a deadly weapon after throwing alligator through Wendy's drive through window. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> How uh, big was the game? I don't. It doesn't say. Uh, Florida man steals a car, realizes a baby is in it, drops baby off safely, and makes his getaway. Very, well, very that, polite. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> I mean, he could have. Well, I mean, that, well, if he didn't, it would have been kidnapping charges along with Grand Theft Auto. So, I mean, smart on him. He was smart enough to drop the baby off, mm-hmm. but and safely as yep. well. So that was good on him. Florida cop claims Burger King put dirt on his food. Investigation reveals it was seasoning. 
<laughs> See, now I can understand that a little bit. Yes. Because it's not a great time for cops. No. Which there are a few cops out there that are great, that are awesome people, but it's the little one that's the the people who are all you see on the news that are screwing it up for all of them. So, yeah. uh, thousands of gun owners in Florida. You, uh, I'm sorry. Seasoning and dirt. They don't look the same. No. At all. I don't know what he was thinking. Okay. Uh, thousands of gun owners in Florida planning to shoot down hurricane Irma. I actually heard of this and <laughs> Do they not realize how hurricanes work? Apparently not. Okay. Uh, Florida man gets... That's almost as bad as the President Trump saying that we're going to nuke hurricanes. Mm. So, I mean... I mean, it's probably a little bit safer than nuking them, so... Right. Florida man gets tired of waiting at hospital, steals ambulance, drives home. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Florida called a taxi, but... (laughs) Right. Florida man tries to rob GameStop while wearing a transparent bag on his head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One of the comments says he's been playing way too much GTA. I know, for real. <laughs> uh, Florida man breaks into jail to hang out with friends. Well, now you can hang out with them for a while. Forever. Because yeah, for yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you break into jail, you have to stay there. Comment on that was, was he allowed to stay? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yes. Uh, yeah, Flor- Florida man apparently painting anti-Hillary messages on Tampa Bay crabs and then throwing them back in the water. Jesus, poor crabs! What the? Who's gonna see it? <laughs> no, There's, does he think the dolphins are voting for? Her? I guess. <laughs> yeah, because crab fishermen are just notorious Hillary Clinton voters. Florida man who tried to run to Bermuda in an inflatable bubble rescued by Coast Guard again. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's happened more than okay, once. Yeah, but, what, could he make it, though? That's my thing. Could pro- he I, make it? I mean, I'm pretty sure he could probably make it to Cuba. Maybe. Because it's only 90 uh, miles. I don't know. But if you get stuck out there, what are you going to do if it, it pops? Die. And the sun <laughs> will literally bake you. you to death. Yeah. Uh, Florida man denies drinking and driving. Says he only swigged bourbon at stop signs. Doesn't count. <laughs> Most literal thing. Like, I'm pretty sure he could probably win right. with that argument. Like, I wasn't drinking and driving. I was stopped when I started drinking. <laughs> Florida man arrested for assaulting girlfriend with fried chicken. Like, he threw it at her or he just. I beat her with it. Beat her with it? Beat her with fried chicken. All right. Well, damn. Florida man climbs on playground equipment to tell children where babies come from. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> If oh you, lord! If you could see this guy. <laughs> All right, so we'll do one more, and then uh, we'll we'll call it good there. Um, <laughs> hang on, I'm still going through trying to find a really good one. Here. Oh my god! The oh this this is a good one. Florida man stabs tourist despite having no arms. So he like put it in his mouth, in like, his mouth or his feet, like zabaza. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, so that that was uh, some Florida man. That Florida was actually man. really interesting. I figured we just because we're we're already talking about Florida, we just do something fun with the with the Florida man, and we're not trying to offend anybody or or upset yeah, any Floridians. I, there, there are 
probably very very they're, smart they're, people there. It's just it's it's a meme that's blown up, and you know how the internet is. Yeah. I'm sure there's states with just the same kind of headlines. Yeah, everywhere Virginia. I see else. a lot of. We're from Virginia. I see a lot of stupidity stupidity in Virginia. Yep, so, so I mean, don't feel bad. No, no, uh, no offense. Um, but I think that will do it for uh, this podcast. We're going to do another podcast um, here shortly tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, we'll have that up tomorrow. We'll post this one tonight. Um, and then I think you're going to have a guest star yeah. next uh, week, right? Yeah. Uh, Dominic's going to be gone for the week, so uh, he's just not going to be doing it with me. Um, but I will have a special guest, and I don't know what we're going to talk about. I'm going to let the guest decide. So Sounds like fun. I'll be listening in. So Yeah, absolutely. And we, God, we appreciate you guys. And absolutely. we're so sorry about last week and not about having an episode. Yeah, we had some stuff come up and uh, yeah, stuff we weren't gets, able to post. Stuff so. gets hectic. Uh, I work very long hours yeah. all week. I mean, 14, 15 plus hours. So, I mean, got to the weekend and I just died. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. But as always, we uh, definitely appreciate our listeners and... Uh, yeah, Tell your us. friends, follow us, and uh, five spread, star spread ratings, please follow Absolutely. us on uh, Spotify, iTunes. The higher Amazon. the rating, the more that we'll get out there. Yes, please share. Tell your friends. Just tell some random people in the streets. Uh, just yell at them. Listen yeah. to the Darkarian show. Yeah, let's go. Uh, go to Florida and and post some kind of news headline about it. And yeah, Florida man listens to the Darkarian show <laughs> as he has sex with Gator. Yep. <laughs> so all right, guys. All right. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it.